Coming up, we're going to dive into the numbers and see if Lucas and the Outlaws are similar in terms of competition or if one series is actually tougher than the other. Let's go. Today is Wednesday, March 16th, 2022. Welcome into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. I feel like today's show topic and some of the conclusions may hurt some feelings, so let's just get right into it. I'm a numbers guy. I don't think that's a secret here. I have an entire section of my website dedicated to dirt racing stats and analytics and numbers. As with anything like this, the numbers don't ever tell the entire story, but neither does the eyeball test. You kind of have to use both. But in the instance of dirt racing, we haven't had super great numbers to help explain things in the past, so I built what I wanted. And in the past on the show, I've done a bit of a statistical analysis of the difference in difficulty between the World of Outlaws Sprint Car Series and the All-Star Circuit of Champions. I did a whole show about it, and those numbers are now available all the time in the dashboard if you are a Dirt Tracker Plus member. So the next logical comparison after we did the two top Sprint Car Series is to do the two top Late Model Series. With the sprint car comparison, we used an index of drivers that were not full-time with either series, but with the late models, we can use full-timers because guys go back and forth all the time. There aren't the restrictions on the late model side like there is on the sprint car side. So like I did before, I put together an index of drivers so we could compare average finish between the two series. I also went through and compared their win percentages and their individual average finishes so we could also take a look at those. So where exactly is it more difficult to race with the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series or with the World of Outlaws Late Model Series? I could be wrong in this assumption, but I'm guessing if you just polled Late Model fans, they would tell you that Lucas is more difficult. You hear things all the time like big guys race, or the, the, the big guys race with Lucas, the Outlaws is just dominated by Mark Richards and Brandon Shepard. But in the end, it's not that simple. And the numbers show things are way more equal than you might imagine. The index of drivers I chose is comprised of 10 names, some outlaw regulars, some Lucas regulars, and some guys that run pick and choose schedules. The drivers are Brandon Shepard, Brandon Overton, Jimmy Owens, Tim McCready, Devin Moran, Jonathan Davenport, Shane Clanton, Josh Richards, Tyler Bruning, and Mike Marler. All 10 have a significant amount of starts with both series, and all guys kind of have varying degrees of success with both series. We're comparing them over the previous 104 Lucas races and the previous 137 Outlaw races. Let's start with total average finish for all drivers. When you compile all their feature starts and finishes, the average finish for the index with the Outlaws is, uh, drumroll please, 10.05. So average finish, all drivers combined, about a 10th place finish. With Lucas, the index's average finish is, wait for it, 10.22. So again, right about a 10th place finish. That's a difference of only 17 hundredths of a spot. It does show a very slight, and I mean slight, tip to Lucas for lower average finish, which you would think means a little bit more difficult, but we're talking less than two tenths of a spot on average. So if you're part of the index and you run with Lucas, you'll probably finish around 10th on average. And if you run with the Outlaws, you'll probably finish around 10th. No massive difference there. When we hop in and look at the drivers on a more individual basis, we don't get a whole lot more clarity. Let's take Brandon Shepard, for example. He's the reigning outlaw champion and has won a ton on that side. As you might expect, his win percentage is better with the outlaws, as is his average finish. No shock there. On the flip side, let's take a look at Tim McCready, reigning Lucas champion. 
If the Outlaws is easier than Lucas, then McCready should do better on that side than he does with Lucas, but that's not the case. He's won more often with Lucas, and his average finish is lower with Lucas. In recent seasons, he has way more Lucas starts, but McCready has been an Outlaw regular in the past, so it's not like he doesn't know the racetracks on the Outlaw side. And a lot of the racetracks are the same. On the rest of the list, Brandon Overton wins more often with the Outlaws, but has a better Lucas average finish. The numbers are the same for Jimmy Owens, Devin Moran, and Josh Richards. All win more often with the Outlaws, but finish better on average with Lucas. Davenport and Shane Clanton both win more often with both the Outlaws and have a better finish on that side. Tyler Bruning doesn't have wins on either side, but has a better Outlaw average finish. And then Mike Marler is flipped uh, from most of the other guys. He wins more often with Lucas, but has a better average finish with the Outlaws. So we have five drivers with a better outlaw average and five with a better Lucas average. Seven guys have a better outlaw win percentage, two have a better Lucas win percentage, and one has no wins at all. Uh, I don't know about you here, but this is absolutely as clear as mud. Unlike the very clear difference we saw between the outlaws and the all-stars on the sprint car side, we don't have that with the late models. Things are way more even than some might want or think or hope that uh, for them to be. But if you really understand the way drivers go back and forth, that would make sense. Without the restrictions on where drivers can race, you would expect these fields to be more even, and that appears to be true by these numbers. On a regular basis, you get a very similar group of drivers racing against each other, no matter what side is sanctioning the event. You've certainly seen Shepard handle the competition on the outlaw side in recent years, but it's not like we haven't seen similar performances from Lucas drivers. Owens was the clear runaway champion in 2020, and nobody could catch McCready last season. So after looking at all these numbers, I'm going to say that these two series are pretty dang even. After you've digested this a bit, drop me a comment. Let me know your thoughts on this and your own conclusions based on this information. If you're a fan of one side versus the other, do me a favor and try and step back and be as unbiased as you can as you look at this. Do you view these series as even when it comes to the competition on the track? Let me know what you think. A couple of notes about the upcoming dirt racing weekend. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series has moved the Friday night show at Atomic Speedway to Sunday because of impending weather. So now we'll get the Indiana Icebreaker at Brownstown on Saturday and the Buckeye Spring 50 at Atomic on Sunday. Brownstown is 15 grand to win and Atomic is 12 grand to win. Also, if you were hoping to see the CompCam's Super Dirt Series Late Models at Talladega, those shows have been canceled for the weekend also because of weather. They were supposed to race Friday and Saturday nights, but fans will have to wait until 2023 to see this series at Dega. Next up on the schedule for the Comp Cam's Late Models is April 1st and 2nd at Arklatex Speedway in Louisiana. In the Dirt Racing Podcast Department, you can hear Calvin Knapp, Lance DeWeese, and Jake, uh, Jacob Allen on Wink Nation this week. Loud Pedal has Big Al, Forward Bite has uh, Doug Sanders, and there are new episodes of the new Open Red Show, The Dirt Reporters, and The Dirt Nerds. To see the full list of shows and episodes, hit up dirttracker.com slash podcasts. I've had some requests and I actually kind of caught a little bit of hell because I don't spotlight the Racing Boys shows on Wednesdays when I talk about podcasts. I guess I've never really thought about their shows as podcasts because they're live streamed between YouTube and Facebook and Twitter. And I do have the Racing Boys YouTube channel on the site uh, and linked on, my, uh, on the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel as well. So if that's something you want me to add to the podcast page, I can certainly do that. Let me know what you think there. The only thing on the streaming schedule today is Flow Racing 24-7. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. 
That's it for the show today. Have a good Wednesday. If you have thoughts about the topics on today's show, please leave them in the comments below or tweet at me. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.